Do you love going out there and trying to hire new employees and contractors? Because it is fun. Oh, yeah. Boss to boss style. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. It's Miro Whistlow today. That has always been my name, but now we are pronouncing it as Whistlow. So, so yeah, that's right. That's right. Whistlow. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in, being here. Uh, one quick thing, if I could ask all of you, please, uh, please check us out on iTunes. If you uh, do listen to iTunes, if you don't, you know, if you have an iPhone, it takes a second, just search Bossed to the number two boss and subscribe to our show. Scroll down, leave us a review, hopefully a four or five stars, you know, cause, cause we, uh, cause we do the amazing work that, that I know you love, but we're always looking to get better. We are looking to get better and we want to know your thoughts and what you, uh, what you feel about the show. And also I am offering uh, some coaching sessions as well. If you're interested in learning, you know, to quit your job, to start up a business, the ins and outs, the, the beginning few steps, and maybe running a podcast, a successful podcast, please let me know. Contact me. Uh, my email is Miro at Bost, the number two, Bost.com, or just go on my Facebook, um, uh, Bost to Bost, our website.com. Send us uh, an email request to let us know. But today's episode, we're going to talk about 10 ways to hire employees and contractors. So running my business, HodgePodge, I've gone through a lot of employees. There's a lot of turnover. There's, it's very seasonal. Winter, it slows down. There's always so many people that want to work all of a sudden because there's not enough jobs out there. And during the summer, um, there's always a shortage because we are competing with all types of industries. You know, being in the moving, uh, removal, decluttering, storage space well, with people having to drive and do labor, physical labor, there's going to be a need um, for these kind of employees everywhere. And I think personally, there's a shortage now. There's definitely a shortage from what I heard from like back in the days. Sorry, excuse me. My dad, Dick, telling me how you know, everybody and just like other you know, stories about how people couldn't find jobs and you're willing to take anything and do anything. I mean, nowadays, it seems like, it seems like at times there's not enough good employees out there. So it's hard to you know, find the right ones. People come and go a lot. But through my... Uh, challenges and through my my learnings i have some wisdom to share with everybody and here we are here are my top my 10 ways to uh, hire employees and contractors with um me breaking down which one i like a little bit more or less without further ado um let's start with uh going from 10 back down to one so number 10 post flyers i personally um did this one one time i believe i posted a flyer at at a store, it, I don't think it ever worked. I might've had like one person call, but um, I think that's more if you want to really, really strategically plan it out. I think it works maybe more with immigrants that, um, or people that, that aren't as prone, maybe older generation folk that aren't as prone to using um, other sources, uh, methods of communication. <laughs> Not to say that they don't, but uh, flyers is definitely an option. Uh, it's more old school, but I, I believe I've heard I've heard from other people that it works. I think it's something I just need to give more more of a try. Number nine, posting um, job posts on your website or your social media accounts. I mean, this one I think is a no brainer. It's your website are where people that like your business or are looking at it or find it on Google will come to. So if it's up there on your website, 
somebody's already doing some research about you. They like you. They like your company. They want to know more about it. They want to work for it. Boom. No, uh, no brainer. Um, uh, some of, I've had a couple of people apply like that through our website, and those were some of the better hires uh, or better candidates, I would say. I'm not, I'm not going to say hires for sure because I've, I've had better spots actually for that, but good, really good candidates because those people have kind of looked into you and researched you. And uh, social media as well. Definitely Facebook. Um, I wouldn't say Instagram is necessarily the best for this, but like link, you know, um, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go too further ahead of myself, but yeah, I'm sticking with, with Facebook. I was about to mention LinkedIn, but it's a whole nother topic. I'm going to get to you later. So number eight, staffing agencies, depending on what kind of industry you're in, there's, there's definitely a staffing agency for you. Uh, there's a lot out there. You could just Google it, you know, just, I'm not going to mention any names cause I'm, I'm not over here trying to promote any specific agency as I don't use them. I personally don't like the fee structure. They take a good amount of money, especially in an industry like mine where there's high turnover and they take like, you know, the first couple paychecks or percentage off every check. And you don't even know if that person's going to stay on for more than a month or two. I think if it's more concrete positions, like uh, not to say anything with my industry isn't, but if it's more like a job where someone usually stays for a few years, whereas the average lifespan here might be six months to 12 months, it might make more sense to pay that extra money for the staffing agencies because they do do the homework for you. You know, they know where to go. They, this is, this is their job. This is what they do. So there are staffing agencies out there that do this as a career, as their life. So be sure to talk to them and look at them up. Number seven, recruiters. Recruiters are essentially like staffing agencies, but it could be a person. It could be someone specifically working they're under a staffing agency. So it's kind of like talking to a person. There, there, There's a lot of them on, I would say, LinkedIn. They're on some social media. People will reach out to you, a headhunter, someone that's, um, I, it's very similar. There's a lot of cross, you know, a recruiter is technically probably someone who works for a staffing agency as well. They could be working on their own. They could classify them as a recruiter because they're different because maybe they're not staffing. Um, maybe they're not providing you like a full staff at any given moment, but they might be more specialized. Say you need like an executive or um, some kind of managerial position that a staffing agency might not fill because a staffing agency might be more like temp workers or workers to fill a position like a sales role or, you know, someone to do an accounting task, you know, something maybe more specialized, that would be more staffing agency. Whereas a recruiter would be more of a specialized position like a manager in this operations role for this transportation company or this photographer, oversight, director, person, you know what I mean. Moving on, number six, LinkedIn. LinkedIn um, should be higher on my list. I, I think it just came to me a little later, but LinkedIn is beautiful. It's amazing. You know, you could just go there and search, you know, for careers. Uh, there's it, it, there's endless possibilities on LinkedIn. Everybody, essentially, you could apply for jobs now. For as a re, as a recruiter, you could post as a, as a hirer or an employer. You can post uh, your job listings there. Uh, I personally have not used LinkedIn, so I can't give you the ins and outs. It's just that my preferred method for my type of industry, my job type. I kind of I know where my I know where my employee is. And I'm learning more and more over time. And 
they're usually not on LinkedIn unless I'm searching maybe for some kind of different role. So I might in the future, but knowing people that use it, LinkedIn is great. A lot of options. I know there's a, I, I'm pretty sure they charge you as well from, from, from what I know. Uh, moving on to number five, your employees. Your employees are a great source. Offer them incentives. That's another way to get to get them do, go, uh, to get them thinking of high, of bringing in other friends. Because sometimes employees get scared that if their per, their friend is better, then they, then they get, might get fired. Or it's actually the opposite because if there's more of you know, then you're kind of depending on that employee because they brought in a friend, maybe another friend. This is a very valuable person. They have resources. They are connected. If you fire them, for example then you're risking their friends might leave too. So you kind of have to let employees know your, your people that are already there that bringing in other people actually helps your case. Maybe you offer them $50 or $100, I don't, something like that. You know, It could be a little bonus, a $20 bonus on their next check if they bring someone in and you end up hiring them. That's a good way and it's a good way for you know, the people that are there to have friends on the job and bring in others that, that essentially make you stand out more. So definitely something strong to communicate to your employees. That's how I've brought in some of some of my best uh, some of my my best teammates here at Hodgepodge is through offering uh, through telling the employees to uh, bring in some friends. And who doesn't like working with friends, right? It uh you know it makes makes jobs and work a little funner. Number three, uh, going to hiring events. There's all types of events out there. Um, what there, there's free events, there's job fairs, career fairs, uh, you, you name it. You can Google it. You can uh, search them. If you're part of different communities, like different chambers that I'm part of, they always have all types of job fairs. Um, reach out to, to the libraries and the governmental associations, uh, small business advocates, you know, small, small business advocate council. Uh, there's all types of career fairs, job fairs. And there you're going to get a mixed bag. You're going to get everything, usually a good amount of good crowd. And um, it's usually a pretty good return on investment as well. Number two, go into college hiring events. Also like going to job fairs, except this is more strategically planned towards getting people, you know, when they're younger, um, getting them earlier before they are, before they become too expensive while you still have the opportunity to um, train them yourself, essentially, you know, the skills that you want them to know, instead of just later on, you know, going and picking through what people already know, you're here kind of, you know, nurturing, kind of bringing someone up. And a lot of times it's free, as long as you're connected to one of these colleges, which colleges love, you know, people to come. Uh, I mean, they're not always free. Sometimes there, there is some kind of charge because you do uh, take up some space and uh, otherwise everybody would do it. So yeah, the couple that I've done, I guess, um, it depends, you know, how connected you are. I think one was a couple were free, a couple weren't, but at the end of the day, uh, they're usually are pretty good because college students are hungry. They are hungry. It depends what kind of work it is for. It didn't work out for me as much. It did for like interns. I think for interns, it's great. So especially if you're looking to, uh, to maybe get some free labor, if you have a startup, if you have a younger business and you're looking for that free labor, uh, just to, just to kind of help you out in the very beginning. Not to say that I'm an advocate of free labor. I, I'm all about paying, but when you're a startup and you're struggling and you know you were over here, you this this means you're devoting time to teaching that person too. I mean, it's like free school because you're devoting a lot of time to teaching that person. I think it's amazing. You know, I did free internships as well when I was uh, younger. Like I 
I know what it's like. And I think it's a great opportunity because you get yourself out there, you get yourself known and you're being trained and taught things as if you were going to class, but here you are. And eventually that could turn into a huge job opportunity. And I actually offered someone a job like that. You know, they were, they were my marketing associate. Um, she's only part-time now, but you know, that's, that's how it happened. She did an internship for us and it was, it was amazing. So that's definitely one way as well to go about it. And last but not least, number one for me has been uh, websites such as Indeed, ZipRecruiter, Monster, and there's a ton of other ones out there. Um, there's a gazillion actually. Uh, I like personally, my number one has been ZipRecruiter and that's because they combine a whole bunch of other websites, like hundreds, I guess, supposedly. So your listing, once you put it out there, it reaches a lot of people and you could like very specify exactly what you want, who you want, when, what, how they can answer questions to get pre-screened prior. It, it does cost money. It's usually a couple hundred a month and you could, you get like three postings, but obviously if you don't like one, you could delete them. You could switch them out. I think three is plenty unless you're like a huge corporation or something and you got to hire a lot of different people at once. But at that point, you know, paying an extra couple hundred bucks is probably no big deal. Um, it's been great for me because I just feel it pulls. I, I tried Indeed, maybe because I maybe I didn't put enough money into it, but I was getting a lot of, a lot of like they claim. Personally, for me, it just didn't work out. They claim they have the most amount of people using their site, but I, that with that, I kept getting a lot of people that were ghosts, weren't there, their numbers didn't work, or they didn't show up to interviews. Uh, I I don't know, but with ZipRecruiter, I feel like I've been getting a little bit more high quality. That's just me though. Uh, there's, there's different sites for different things. Uh, I, that's just the one that's worked for me. And I've had by far the most hirings probably besides, besides the family and friends that, that, um, that work as well. Actually, I think I skipped that one. Family and friends. That's another one. Uh, <laughs> that was number four. Not sure if I mentioned that one, but family and friends was one more on the list that that's a great one as well. Um, anybody that, could be a friend of yours personally or through a family member, they will, uh, they will probably work a little harder. They, there's a little bit more on the line. So that that's uh, definitely a good avenue to go. And, you know, if hopefully it doesn't cause any drama, that that's definitely a downfall of it. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta thread, you know, lightly with that one. Um, but that's, that's my, uh, that kind of sums it up, you know, 10 ways to hire employees and contractors uh, based on my personal experiences, what's worked for me, what hasn't. Hope one of these helps you. Let me know if you ever want to talk about them more. Be sure to hit us up. Hit me up, Miro at Boss2Boss.com. That's your website as well, Boss2Boss.com. Thank you so much all for tuning in. Appreciate all of you. Hope you crush the rest of your week. I mean, I know you will. Talk to you soon. Peace. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.